Welcome in to another edition of Somewhat Mobile. Madeline, I feel like I got to come up with a different intro line because that's all I have. And I don't know that it's like, it's not a money-making line. It's not doing it. I don't know. I'm Do you have to go with it? Welcome in. Now launching. Somewhat mobile. See, that's terrible. So we like, we like yours. We'll stick with it. You can do the NPR thing live from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Madeline Lenahan. <laughs> uh, that was a good impression. Welcome in to Somewhat Mobile. When we drop data, it's not anecdotal. Talking the latest mobile trends, we're highlighting the surges and descends, yeah. This is an original series from Aptopia. The intelligence provider here to help focus you. I'm growing your mobile app and putting you on the map. So when people pull out their phone, it's the first thing they want to tell. So crack yourself a beer and give a listen here because the best podcast in mobile just landed in your ear. Okay, so what's, what's in this episode? Yeah, that's a great question, audience. So we are uh, going to, Madeline's going to give us an app you didn't know about. And by the way, this is going to be a weekly thing. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to just give you an app. You had no clue existed, or, or we're pretty sure you won't. And we'll explain to you what it is, what it does, why it's interesting. Yeah, if there's a cool data point there, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, then after that, we're going to go into uh, a deep dive. So my deep dive is, if you guys have been paying attention to the dating scene, Hinge's tagline is, designed to be deleted. So we're going to find out, is that true or not? Uh, then we're going to play a game. This game is not in or out, which you are used to. We, we think that, you know, uh, we, we want to switch it up. And so this game is called Three of a Kind, and we'll explain what that is later when we get to it. Uh, and that's really it. We don't have an interview this week, but coming up uh, in either the next podcast or the podcast after that, pretty sure we're going to have an interview for you guys with the, uh, one of the marketers, maybe the head marketer, of Visco, otherwise known as VSCO. I don't actually know which one they go by. We'll have to ask them. But uh, they are a top, consistently top performing photo and video app. So we're very excited uh, to talk shop with those people. Yes. So if you're into dating, Adam's going to drop some juicy, juicy deets. So stick <laughs> around. All right. Tell, what, what, what's the app we got this week? Enlighten me. Tell me what didn't I know about? Yes. The app you might not know about, but should know about is called Be My Eyes. And it connects people who need help looking or reading at things with people who can do that for them. So to read their description directly, need a pair of sharp eyes or have some sight to lend, Be My Eyes is a simple free tool to see the world better together. And uh, it's actually a kind of cool thing, free, global, 24-7. Um, I think I, I can't remember where, but I heard a story about someone who, like, helped an elderly woman. Um, she went to the store or something like that. She, like, couldn't read, yeah. I don't know, whatever the food was or, like, the directions or whatever it was. And they can get on this app and connect with someone who can then hook them up with the details. So it's kind of like a little community service app. and. That's so wait, how, how does it work? Do they take a picture? Is it a video? What, what is this? Oh, that's actually a really good question. So it's a visual support um, that a volunteer can complete over live video. So it works kind of like a FaceTime or something. So like you, is it, you just like, like if I wanted to help people out, do I just like, what, like kind of like, like an, like an on-call EMT almost? Yeah. So as long as you're 17 or older, you can sign up. 
as a volunteer. Um, and then calls are connected based on time zones. So that obviously like if you're sleeping or something, that's not going to work out. Um, but when the call is answered a live, uh, one way video and then two, ooh, a live one way video is initiated, but it also says, Oh, two way audio. So that's really interesting. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So you would only see like, if I was showing you this water bottle, you would see that, but I wouldn't see you. For the audio-only listeners, Madeline is holding a water bottle. I am holding a water bottle. It says Nick. I took this from my friend. I'm sorry. If you want to see the water bottle, it's a very great-looking water bottle. You can go to YouTube, look up Somewhat Mobile, and uh, unless you're watching us on YouTube, and then that's kind of weird, but if you're mm-hmm. listening to it, just know that you can watch us on YouTube. Yep. It's bright. Beautiful. Check it out. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's it. And... Um, if you're like, what's that? Is it doing well? Is it a big app? Um, I would say it's doing fairly well daily active. I mean, in like for this type of app, uh, yeah, it has about 78,000 daily active users, which like compared to a huge app is not a lot. It's kind of more than I thought actually. Yeah. But like for such a niche service i think that that's pretty good and they also saw a spike in downloads and daily active users recently um a spike that peaked on august 29th and daily active users which peaked september 2nd so people are using it um i think it's you know gaining in popularity awesome yeah All right. and if you want to know what volunteers can help you with read home appliances, read product labels, matching outfits, identify clothes, help in the kitchen, the list goes on. But if you need help visually, are you colorblind? Someone can help you. All right. I'm excited to see what we have next week, but that was cool. Yeah. Stay tuned. Um, All right. um, We're going to get into Hinge and and dating. So um, has Hinge been successful? in being designed to be deleted? This is the question that I've set out to answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll give, I feel like since we're talking dating, I should probably give like a little bit of a, of a like snapshot of what's happening with dating right now because it's, it's a pandemic and it's, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so we, I, the pandemic as of now, it's still ongoing in case you haven't noticed. So, uh, and this is, by the way, this is gonna be for our global listeners, uh, this is gonna be US based just to keep it uh, simple because depending on your geography, there's a lot of different apps. Tinder is one of the only apps that really branches out internationally. So truly internationally at least. So we looked at March through August, those months. Um, and as you would expect, yes, at the beginning of the pandemic, there was a strong dive, dating apps, new users, daily app users, right? Shit hit the fan. There were more important things to do than find a soulmate. You had to survive or no, or take care of your family, uh, or just like figure out what the heck was going on, right? But since then we have seen a recovery. Uh, why have we seen a recovery? I know a lot of people using dating apps right now, actually. Yeah. Okay, excellent. And, and is it because, so my first, I have two reasons why we've seen a recovery. One is just like, you need a human connection, especially if you're, if you're single and quarantining, like that's gotta be tough. Yeah, I think pandemic loneliness has set in and people are finally like, you know what? pandemic or not, I got to go get a hug or something like that. And uh, I'm sure that there also might have been a few um, pandemic breakups from quarantining. So oh, yeah, it's a theory. It's a theory. 
Luckily, luckily it hasn't happened to you or me yet. Yeah, we're um, good. We're solid. <laughs> not me and Madeline, by the way. Just we have our yeah. respective people. Okay. <laughs> Respectively. So, uh, but basically, so all dating apps, though, what I think has really helped them is they've all implemented some form of a video component. Bumble and The League uh, already actually had a video component before. So things were already trending in this direction. They already had that before the pandemic set in. But for everyone else, they've launched something. So that could be either sending recorded videos to one another, uh, uploading a video that anyone can watch to your profile, or an actual one-on-one -on -one video chat, uh, which could essentially act as like a live video date. Uh, and this obviously helps enhance the connection, helps fill the, you know, human connection gap that, that people are missing uh, to a certain extent. So we believe, you know, that's a pretty com big component of the rebound. You're, you're able to, even if you, maybe you get comfortable enough where you are able to meet up with them, but at the very least, you, you have a little bit more of a, a human interaction with, with someone new. Um, and that's important as a human being. Okay. Yeah, Friend recently did like an eight hour first Zoom date. So they talked for that long. It was eight hours. What's that? What did, if it was eight hours, didn't it go incredibly well? Yeah, it went super well. They ended up like, because it was so successful, they did meet in person. Okay. Anyway, our pandemic leaders, uh, in terms of revenue, four of the five top apps for revenue during the pandemic, March through August, are owned by Match Group. Bumble, which is number two, was the only one not owned by Match Group. Um, and the drop-off, so, so over that time period, Tinder brought in $100 million in IP revenue, March to August. Boom. Wow. Very impressive. Uh, <laughs> just in America, by the way. And for Bumble, uh, they brought in $50 million. And they were number two. So the drop-off from number one to number two was, like, super impressive. But again, four of the top five owned by Match Group. Mm -hmm. And Match Group is very large, as you might have heard. They own Tinder. They own Match. They own Plenty of Fish. They own Medic. They own Our Time, OkCupid, Hinge, Pears, Black, and there might actually be more. Uh, but those are the big ones that I know of, at least. Yep. So outside of uh, Match and Bumble, um, Match owned apps and Bumble, like are there any top apps? Who else is doing well? And there's an app called Badoo. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. B-A-D-O-O. -O. It's an app that was top five in New York user acquisition and daily active users uh, over the course of the pandemic so far. And so like, I don't think a ton of people have heard of it, even though it's pretty successful, which is weird to say, but it's actually been around for a while. It launched in 2010 and its biggest markets were Brazil and Russia. But lately the United States has entered that mix. So both Badoo and Bumble are actually owned by uh, Magic Lab. Magic Lab uh, also owns a couple of other smaller dating apps, Lumen and Shappy. And Whitney Wolf Heard is the founder of Bumble. She's also the co-founder of Tinder. Uh, there was some drama there. But anyway, now she is the CEO of the entirety of Magic Lab. And it gets a little more complicated because Magic Lab uh, is majority owned by a group called Blackstone. I believe that is wow. an equity group. And, uh, and now Bumble is rumored to be exploring an IPO. Talk about a complicated relationship. <laughs> All, right. All right, carry on. Um, okay, so so all right, let's get to the meat of this, right? Kind of maybe. I'll drag you on a little bit, but here we go. Hinge designed to be deleted or not? In August 2019, Hinge launched an ad campaign called Designed to Be Deleted. 
the goal, you know, it's pretty clear, I think, is to communicate that people who are serious about finding a relationship, long-lasting relationship, uh, they should come to Hinge because Hinge is geared toward that. It's geared toward this type of connection. And once you find the person, you know, you don't, you're not dating anymore. You're not looking for anyone. So obviously you're going to delete the app. Um, and this, even though it launched in August 2019, this ad campaign is still active. And I actually, I saw a commercial for it on television uh, just a couple weeks ago. So before I get into, again, just, just dragging people along, before I get it to, to our kind of answer here, I'm just going to give you a little bit of background on Hinge. It launched in 2013 on iOS, but it took another four years, 2017, until it launched on Android. Match Group purchased a majority stake in Hinge in June of 2018. Mm -hmm. Now, at that point, it also ditched the requirement for users to log into Facebook. Um, and there were press about both of these items, and I think that helped Hinge really start to take off and get new users. Um, and they've really uh, continued on that trend since then. And, you know, what also helped them share is, you know, they got uh, majority bought out 51% by match groups. So I'm sure they had some extra capital for, for, new, users, for new user acquisition campaigns. Mm -hmm. And then in February, 2019, so earlier, or sorry, yes, February, 2019, match group completed its acquisition of Hinge. Hmm. Um, yeah. Any thoughts on that? I don't know that you would have thoughts on that, but. I mean, I have no thoughts really, except for, is Hinge designed to be deleted? Yeah. All right. So how do we find this out? That's a great question, Madeline. Thank you. Uh, yeah. How do we find this out? I think the best way to find this out is through user retention, right? Mm -hmm. Meaning um, if more, no, normally apps want like great user retention. They were like, we want to keep 20% of users after 30 days or whatever it is. Um, but if Hinge is successful in its supposed mission of being deleted, uh, you would expect to see lower retention rates and you would expect them to like that, right? right. And so Aptopia user retention estimates, they, they go day one through 30. Now, obviously, if Hinge, if Hinge could still be successful um, and it could certainly take more than 30 days for someone to find someone and, and you would say Hinge has been successful and then they would delete the app. But like, I'm assuming that overall, um, Hinge's user retention should be lower than that of Tinder and a bunch of other apps. Uh, you know, Tinder, Tinder is largely associated with a more casual matching, dating, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so we looked at that. We looked at user retention over the past six months. I kind of cut out March through March, April, May. I cut out March, April, May because, guys, shit went crazy. Fair. Yeah. I don't know what's going on then. So yeah. we wanted to look at, you know, 2019, uh, early 2020, and then uh, past few recent months in, in 2020 as dating has picked back up. And I was actually surprised to find, because I didn't believe any of this, right? I was actually surprised to find that more often than not, Hinge uh, had a very low retention rate uh, compared, to its, compared to its competitors in terms of 30th day. I looked at 30th day each time. Um, they were, you know, around anywhere from six, seven, some point, six or seven percent, which means, you know, 30 days after download, uh, seven percent of those users were, were still around. And so... Um, Bumble was the only app to consistently be below Hinge, which I don't know if, you know, maybe if you're single and you're listening, maybe Bumble's where to go, or maybe Bumble's just like not doing a good job. I don't know. You know, they probably have a different business model. They're probably not too pumped with uh, their retention rates. Right. So to clarify and to slow it down for some people too, with normally you want a higher retention rate as an app in general. 
But with dating apps, if you're saying that yours is designed to be deleted and then no one will need it after you find the love of your life, then you would want a lower retention rate, you would think. So really, by Bumble having a lower retention rate than Hinge, is Bumble a more successful app to find someone? Or do people just dislike that interface? Yes. And uh, that's a great question. Uh, And I didn't answer that question specifically, but you could if you want to with Aptopia's review analysis. I did dive into some reviews. um, And I think the marketing campaign from Hinge is very very, um, good. By the way, Hinge has been called the anti-Tinder before, before it was acquired by Match Group. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a clever campaign. If you see the little commercials, the little hinge app icon, it's like, it shows like two people, they met each other. They like start making out and the hinge app, like get like burst in the flames or something. Uh, yeah. So it's pretty funny if you guys want to like YouTube that stuff. Uh, but I had to go deeper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Duh. That's what we're here for. Data deep dive. Hit us with it. Yeah. So, uh, using Aptopia review analysis. Uh, I sorted reviews for Hinge over the past six months, and I made sure that I was only looking at reviews that mentioned Tinder and or Bumble, right? Because I wanted to compare those. I wanted people who were, who have tried multiple apps, because if you just tried Hinge, you know, that's your only experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted, I wanted more than that, especially a uh, Tinder comparison. Sorry. Now, man, so Matt, over the past week, I went through so many dating app uh, review, user reviews of like all these top dating apps. And I have to be honest, most of them, the sentiment, we do review sentiment. So like uh, it's on a scale of hundred percent and hundred percent is like, everyone loves this app. Zero is no one loves it. Most dating apps have like mediocre or poor review sentiment. Uh, I believe it. Yeah. And so Badoo, who we mentioned earlier, they actually have the best. And like, they're like the clear, consistent winner there. I didn't look into that because we're focusing on Hinge here, but that might be uh, something to look into for another day. So about these user reviews, uh, I noticed that mainly it's like, people take out their frustrations of what dating uh, is like itself, dating itself is on the apps themselves. So the complaints are things you like, hear friends say uh, before dating apps even existed, right? So if a user got a better match on Hinge than Bumble, they were having better luck there, you know, that would be felt in the reviews, even if the app itself had a better user interface or, or algorithm or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so outside of uptime and bugs, the, the matching algorithm actually is the, uh, like the most important component to uh, sentiment analysis in terms of, your, or sorry, review analysis in terms of sentiment, meaning, Basically, if you were getting good matches, you were going to give the app a good review. If you were getting bad matches, you were going to give the app a bad review. And a lot of the complaints were like, I didn't like this guy. I didn't like this girl. And it's, it, it's, it was very interesting. And it's also definitely the hardest thing for technology to do is to like match a human with another human like from a soulmate perspective. That's, that's so tough. I know. What was your favorite review? Yeah, I, fa- I found one that said something to the effect of, great question. I found something that said something to the effect of like, uh, this was a hinge review, by the way. It was like, oh, uh, I found a way to like filter out the smokers, the drug users, et cetera. But then all the attractive people were gone. There, that'll do it. <laughs> That's the way of life. And I thought that was really funny. Uh, all right, but so what did, what did we find out in the hinge reviews? Um, people are more serious and people think that people are more serious. So there were a lot of reviews that um, basically said like, hey, I think the people on this app are definitely more serious than they are on Bubble or Tinder. 
Um, there's less fake profiles, which I guess is a problem uh, on Hinge than there are on Tinder or Bumble. There are conversational starters, which are available on Hinge, which people seem to like um, and, and get into some deep combos. And then they say that the profiles on Hinge are more comprehensive than they are on the other dating apps. So do I think, given the data and the qualitative analysis through the reviews, do I think Hinge is designed to be deleted? Right. I do. I think it is. I think it's designed that way. Because if Hinge is actively attracting people through their marketing um, who want to or are more serious about the relationships, I think that's a major part of the battle is having the right people mm -hmm. there. Um, get the right users in the app. And I think that based on the reviews, we've, we've found that. But even if people are more serious about, even if you get all those people, everyone there is like serious about starting a relationship, really wants to do it. Um, to be successful at this is really tough. Uh, and so even though it's designed to be deleted, is it more successful at making those deletions happen? Pro probably not more than any other app. I don't think so. Um, I think there's probably a lot of user error also involved in these apps um, and just like setting up your profile and things like that. But designed to be deleted, yes, more successful in it, can't say. Uh, and then one, one last thing before we move on is Hinge, if you are listening to this, and I'll assume you will because we're a big deal. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. Um, no, no. <laughs> Seriously, Hinge. <laughs> Uh, for the past three months, you guys have seen a significant influx of reviews from people who say that they've gotten banned. Uh, most of them are claiming it's happening for no reason, which I can't speak to that. Maybe they're terrible people and you've just had an influx of terrible people and you've banned them rightfully so. Good job, if so. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're being banned. They don't know why, which I think is an issue. You should tell people why they were banned. But the other thing is none of them know how to appeal the ban. Um, and so... Hinge, just maybe send out a tweet and let them know. But, you know, these are, it's pretty cool. Like uh, when you combine, I think, you know, the, the review data with actual uh, data estimates of the apps, you can uncover a lot of telling and interesting things. That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have no insight into why people would be banned. So we're just going to have to get Hinge on. It's the only solution. All right. Uh, well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. And uh, we're hoping to bring you like a, dive into something uh you know every podcast episodes we'll we'll figure out what those things are going forward uh but now we're gonna play a game are you excited i am excited i'm nervous i was like oh wait what's our in or out question today we're switching it up no in or out question but i'm ready that's right so this is called three of a kind and uh Madeline is, Madeline, you, do you want to start giving the clues? What'll happen is she's going to name three apps and I have to guess what those apps have in common. She, she already has, and I, I got to get the one she's thinking of because maybe there's two things, but I have to nail whatever she has thought of. So we'll give you, I'll give you guys an easy example of what one would be if uh, Madeline were to say to me, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp, my response would be, those are three apps that are published by Facebook. And I would get that correct if that's what she had come up with as the, the thing they have in common. And, and play along at home, by the way, like when, when she gives her three apps, start thinking what they have in common. And I'll try to, too. Now, this could be very tough. We don't know. We've never played this before. So I'm so nervous. We're open to giving each other hints. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm a generous human being, though. So I'm going to throw Adam a softball here. Okay. I don't get it, though. 
an easy softball. All right, here are the apps. What do they have in common? Super Slime, AARP Now, <laughs> and Hookup and Anon Chat. You think that's an easy one? Once you get the answer, you'll be like, oh. name, name the three again. Super Slime. And is that a game? I'll say that the kind of sub description is super slime, anti-stress, and ASMR. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. AARP now, hookup and anon chat. Hookup and anon chat. So like is that a dating app? Yeah, basically. AARP. <laughs> um, yo, this is not a an easy one, but that's okay. You're probably thinking too deeply about it. I will say that I chose this for a particular reason to sort of prove a point per se to our users. Oh, I don't know. Do they both hold on? Super. What's the name of the first one? Super Slime. Ah, that threw my. Okay. I was going to say they all start with A, but that's not. <laughs> no, only one. Hook up in a non chat. Oh, oh I, I was thinking a non. Not a non, no. Super Slime, AARP now, and hook up in a non-chat. Can you give me a hint? Sure, let me think about this. Sure, 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 let me think about this. Um, oh, what is a good hint? For, while they sound very different, yes, you would find them in the same place. Oh. Yeah, all, right, all right. Are these uh, lifestyle apps? Are these apps in the lifestyle category? Ding, ding, ding. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So because those, those, those lifestyle category is like this catch-all category. Right. Ridiculous. Uh, right. That's kind of what I wanted to point out. It's like you can put your app as your, if you're an app developer, publisher under any app category you choose. So lifestyle okay. is one where you're really going to get a crazy mix of things. And that's why it sort of is important to hone in potentially on function specific things. Yeah. We, we get, we get a game and a lesson. Now. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. I worked hard on that one. All right. I love All right. it. Hey. Hit me. I'm way more nervous for yours. So. All right. So my three apps are wish. So the, you know, that app, right? The shopping. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Airbnb, obviously everyone knows wish Airbnb. And Bumble, a dating app we just talked about. Yeah. I mention anything about Bumble. Yeah, excuse me. I just burped. No, I, I have like a, I, do you, let me know if you want a hint um, and I'll give you a quick one. Okay, well, let me just start rattling things off first. Wish, Airbnb, Bumble. The only thing it's throwing me is like maybe Bumble because I would say, are they all the top in their respective app categories? Your brain is in the wrong place. Wrong place. Wrong place. Okay. okay. I'm happy to give a hint because I think, I don't know if you're going to get it. Yeah, yeah. No, hit me with a hint. Let's start. My, my hint is, uh, this is different than yours in that if you were paying attention to the news the past three weeks, you would have seen some news items that all three of these have in common. They're all about to IPO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Nice. That's a good news update too. If you haven't heard, 
Yeah. They're all about to initiate a public offering. That, it's better when you sing it. Um, <laughs> God, I feel good I got that, even though you gave me a pretty obvious hint. No, that was good. Um, all right, what do you got for me? We're going to do, we each have one more for each other. No you more. are absolutely screwed for this one. When Adam said he was giving me hard ones, I was like, all right, let's go. Family Island. Fun play stickers. And Hubo. H-U-B-O? Yeah. Can I, can I just know... Can, this is interesting. We're, we're running into an issue where it's like, I don't know what those apps are. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want you to like tell me the answer by telling me what they are. But will you tell me the answer if you tell me what they are? Um, I don't think that'll help you. Okay, okay. Then please tell me what the hell those apps are. Oh, so I should tell you. Um, I may have to do a live lookup right now. What name, name the three again. Family Island. Okay, is that a game? I just, I just need to know what, what so. the hell the app is. I think that's a game. I okay, think okay. fun play stickers. Family Island, it's a game. Just know that they're not related by category. Okay. Well, I will say that this does, they are familiar in, well, I could give two separate hints. What, what, what are the other two apps? Fun, Family Island. Fun play stickers. Fun play stickers. Okay, it's a sticker app, obviously. And Hubo or Hubo. Okay, now what is that? See, you would know... Here's hint one. You would know what these are, maybe, if you were in Brazil. Okay. Are these apps that have launched because of Carnival? No. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what Hubo is. Just tell me what the hell Hubo is. Okay. <laughs> Watch, I don't have the right one right now. Um, the one that came up is make new Snapchat friends. That's what it does. You can make new Snapchat friends with Hubo. Hubo stickers. Oh, um, social media add-ons. No. Okay. It has nothing to do with the type of app they are. It has everything to do with, here's hint number two. So I give you hint number one. You remember what that one was? You would know these apps if yeah, you lived in. And then two, it's all performance related. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, are they Big. all? <laughs> it's performance related. Um, okay. Uh, are they all top social networking category apps in Brazil? No, you said it has nothing to do with categories. Yeah, nothing to do with categories. Are they all top apps in Brazil? No. What's the op? Oh. Are they all, they're, they're all uh, poor performing apps in Brazil. Should I just give you it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to get it. They're all trending down apps in Brazil, which is an insight that you would really only know if you have the Apptopia tool. There's a section where you can see what's trending up, what's trending down, and you can visit by region and by category. I went to top overall, went to Brazil, trending down. Okay. I like this game. We have to figure out, we might put some, we might have a meeting, put like some guardrails on this bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause is that a wild one? I was so nervous what you were going to give me that I, that's why I chose that crazy one. Oh, these are tough because this next one I'm going to give you, I don't know that you're going to get either. And I have a backup by the way, but maybe I'll see you next time. So, all right. Uh, 
here are my here are my three, and we're gonna we're gonna go to wish again. So the first one is wish. Okay, wish. Mercari. Okay. And uh, sh- I, I never know how to pronounce it. Either Sheen or Shine. S H E I N. Uh, and I would just tell you, it is not the obvious that they are all shopping category apps. Right. They're all shopping. This is interesting. Okay, because Wish is a marketplace app. Shein or Shine is a fast fashion app. And Mercury is like a French, um, you know, sell your old clothes app. So. Yes. This is difficult. Is it, per- is it performance related though? No, it is not performance related. Okay. It is half category related, which you already have. They are shopping apps, but it's like they are shopping apps that they are X shopping apps. Hold on. They are X shopping apps that are X. They're all different types of shopping apps. X shopping apps that are X in the X. So it's slightly performance related, actually, slightly in like a qualitative standpoint. Yeah, like I was gonna say, like shopping, they're each apps that are like top in their respective regions. Top in their respective. I would, I would definitely in the region, and I would think about the region. Yeah, I would think about countries. Okay, I would say like. <laughs> are they each? Ah. Uh, get, right, two guesses, two guesses, and then I'll tell you. Okay, I was just going to say, I think I already guessed this once, but they were, no, you said no, they weren't, it's not that they were top in their respective regions for fashion. Okay. It's like, it's similar, you're like, in Wish the- is the top marketplace app in the world. And is it that Mercury's the top buy sell and that sheen's the top fast no, no, they're all the same of this they're all it, it, it's less specific <laughs> what give, give one more guess and then i'll and then we can move on they're the top fashion apps in the world they're the number two all right, all right, all right. again this was a tricky one uh which maybe we shouldn't do them so tricky but they all three are uh foreign so to you to us people they are foreign shopping apps that have become popular in the united states that was obvious i was thinking too hard i know this this game is nasty this game is, this game is nasty god we gotta put some guardrails on it for sure but that was, that's a good one though i mean those are three good apps i thank gosh i at least knew the apps i gave yeah. you apps. That's, that's half the battle we gotta know the apps Come half the battle. yeah you're right um okay so that, that is uh, most of the show today. We, by the way, we don't, outside of just like using actual Aptopia, um, we don't do any blatant advertising for Aptopia, but uh, I kind of have a little bit of a blatant advertisement, but I think you'll find it very intriguing. So mm-hmm. we have a free tool. You do not need to pay us any money to use it. Um, if you just go to Aptopia.com and you're not logged in, you'll see it right then and there. And we're just going to give you a report an analysis. So if you are hinge, by the way, if you're listening, which we know you are hinge, uh, you could type in hinge, Tinder, Bumble, uh, Zeusk, Badoo, type up in to f- five apps. Yes. Thank you. Up to five apps. And we're going to give you a full report that you're going to see, you know, where you stand in that 
in that, uh, what do you call it, a market where you stand in it. It's good that I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, you're going to see where you stand in the market in terms of a bunch of different metrics. And we're going to show you the market as a whole. Like, is it growing? Is it not growing? This is free. Type in whatever apps you want. I think you can do it a bunch of times. And you get a nice, shiny, downloadable, sendable report that you can share with other people. No one else, uh, I believe, has this. I think everyone else just gives away like store rank, right? Yeah, I think that's right. So you can see market trends, competitive positioning, competitor highlights. Check it all out in your free report. And that's aptopia.com slash free competitive intelligence report. Yes. Or if you're just not logged in, it's just on aptopia.com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's, I think that's all we have for this episode. Um, stay tuned for our next one, which, uh, which should be good. Hopefully we got Visco on it. Yeah, definitely. See you there. Thanks, Adam. This is it. What? Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's get rich. What? The GK Vance and Sugar Dimes can't quit. What? Now pop the cork is